0: Life was hard, but it could be worse.
1: Life was hard, but it could be worse. I don't like hard. the taste of whiskey. Uh,
0: I don't know how you can even say that. There's so many different kinds of whiskey; they all taste great to me. So, I have. A, did, did you see in the news um, that that people watching certain TikTok videos are getting? Like Tourette's like symptoms, they're getting ticks.
1: No, are they also getting talks?
0: No, just ticks. It's kind of weird, isn't it? Mm.
1: Yeah, yeah. You think at least half of them they get talks,
0: or at least they'd get a like fifty-fifty split, right? You know, yeah. I mean, the Tick, same person talk. would get some Tick, ticks and some talk. talks. Yeah. Well, there's an yeah. old joke about that. You know, the um, guy who took his clock into the German clockmaker and said, "Hey, this clock just keeps going." and the german clockmaker said uh, "we have ways of making you talk" <laughs> <clears throat> anyway so on that note um i'm just going to bring up some local news because this was crazy i went to uh well Oh God! Around noon on Thanksgiving, I was actually—I think—I was out walking my dog, but I heard sirens, and I was not in a place to see anything go by. But apparently, um, according to the news, they stopped some one of my neighbors in a "quote unquote" routine traffic stop.
1: Oh goodness.
0: Now some of We've this. We've heard this
1: story before.
0: Yeah, yeah. Some of this is information that I've gotten from informal sources. I, I don't know how much of it is exactly true, but I'm just going to throw in details that weren't in the news article because the news article is very bereft of any detail. Um, so apparently, uh, according to some you know informal sources, the there were three people in the car that got stopped: two guys and, and a woman. And the woman was armed, and she drew her gun on the deputy. And oh, goodness. Deputy shot her four times, and she died at the hospital. Wow. But this is one of my neighbors. This is like That's right... nuts. Yeah, this is like right in my neighborhood. If you if you get off the highway on my street and you go a little ways down my road, it turns into Willow Street, and that is the road that this happened on. And it was like just right down the road from me. So I still don't know who it was that was killed. I'm going to have to start looking at the obituaries because the news article that came out, came out on the day that it happened, said that the police hadn't reported the name of the woman who died, and that was it. There has been no follow-up.
1: Mm-hmm. We've talked about that before. Yeah. Right? How articles or news outlets never follow up on the thing.
0: Well, and part of the problem is they take the police report as the final word. Right? Yeah. So, So if the cops say... She drew her gun on me and I had to shoot her. That's all you get. And I'm still, you know, yes, my neighbor said that she drew her gun on the cop and he shot her. I don't know if any of that's true. I have no fucking clue what happened. The news article was, you know, just totally lacking any detail. And all of that came from the police testimony or the police report. Nothing, nothing was from, you know, any eyewitness, independent witnesses or anything else. So.
1: But I mean, do we have any reason to be skeptical of a police report? Like, is there a kind of track record or <laughs> history of the? Do you remember? You remember, know, we talked about the guy police reports. We or? talked
0: about the guy who um, was uh, legally blind who got stopped by the deputy for having something in his back pocket they thought was a gun, and he showed showed it to the cop, and it was his walking stick. And she insisted oh, yeah, on yeah. him giving. She insisted on him giving his name and. And he didn't, and and they ended up arresting him and holding him overnight. Mm-hmm. Well, I saw the police report from that incident. And the way it was reported was completely wrong. And what's crazy is it's the police video, it's the body cam video that actually uh, proves that the police report is inaccurate. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like, come on. You've got fucking video that you shot and put into the record that shows that what you're saying is wrong. One of the things that was really egregiously wrong was she said that he did not show her, did not let her see the cane until after she arrested him and she pulled it out of his pocket and found that it wasn't a gun. which Absolutely right. false. The video clearly shows he pulled it out, showed it to her and said, it's not a gun. I'm leaving, right? You know, I'm we're done here, right? And that's when she exactly. insisted, yeah. So anyway, yeah. Police reports, and I and I had I looked at a police report from an incident that I had here, where we called the police because this this freakazoid idiot, um, showed up. I was unbeknownst to me. I mean, I was just doing a favor for somebody who wanted pictures, and it wasn't okay. even somebody I knew. It was a friend of a friend, and there was three women. Uh, including my girlfriend at the time, this girl's friend, and this girl who were there at this at this photo shoot. And I was taking pictures, and this woman that I was taking pictures of kept calling or kept talking to her husband on the phone. And eventually he shows up. I
1: think I remember the
0: story. Yeah, yeah, he shows up like a complete lunatic. And the police got called because of how poorly he was behaving. He like squealed. He he slammed on his brakes on the highway and backed up and tore in. And on the way in, he hit my fence. And anyway, it looked like he was like uh, an idiot. So my neighbor called the police thinking that I was in some kind of danger. And the guy comes in and breaks Well, first he, he starts shouting at his girlfriend or his wife, I guess that she needs to take her clothes off and do nude photos because that's what he thought she was doing. And I'm like, we're not doing nude photos and we're we're not doing anything of that nature. And uh, he breaks his laptop over his head. He's got, by the way, he had a (laughs) four-year-old son in the pickup with him when he was driving like an idiot. The cops show up and they completely sided with him. Didn't bother to interview or talk to his wife, my girlfriend, her friend, or me, Or anybody to get the second, to get another side of the story. All they got was that uh, I was a pornographer and he was pissed because I was doing porn of his wife. (laughs) And I would have gone through all the fucking pictures with the sheriff's deputy if he'd asked me to. I'd have showed him every single one of them. I had nothing, nothing that I was, you know, that I would have been concerned about. Right. It just it just really pissed me off because, I mean, it, it didn't turn out to be anything. Nothing ever came of it except that except that because of his behavior, his, his uh, commanding officer in the military asked him to apologize to me, so he actually did apologize later. But the police report was totally fraudulent, completely wrong. And, of course, it wasn't necessarily the cop's fault that it was wrong, except the cop never bothered to ask anybody else for right. a different side of the story.
1: Yeah, well, he's not the... Uh... Detective. Yeah. You got to go up a level to get the detective.
0: Yeah, well, if you're writing a fucking police report, the least you could do is talk to the people on the scene, right? Talk to the witnesses. Anyway, I digress. The The thing is that that... Um, I'm I'm not sure what actually happened in my neighborhood. The, the follow-up to that, though, is the next day, the day after Thanksgiving, I was uh, here um, doing something, and two ambulances went by, and then two police cars went by, and then another... Uh, like a pickup that was a deputy sheriff's pickup truck goes by and an EMS vehicle goes by. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I walked down (laughs) to the place where they had had the shooting the day before. And there was the two ambulances and all these emergency vehicles. And the only thing I can think of, because I have no idea what happened, no idea at all. And I'm speculating here, but I'm thinking that they got an ambulance call um, for like an overdose situation or something. Uh, because it's a drug den over there and uh, and the, they sent the sheriff's deputies out just because of what happened the day before just to be to make sure that the EMTs weren't in any danger um, right but but anyway, so we had some excitement in the neighborhood. The holidays were a little crazy.
1: Yeah, it sounds like a great time. yeah
0: <laughs> yeah, um, so so here's another interesting story and I didn't I didn't do a lot of research on this one. I heard it on the radio. They were saying that somewhere in North Carolina, this isn't the local radio news. Um, there was a fire, a house fire, and they determined that the cause of the fire was some piece of clothing that had, they had taken out of the dryer that was so hot.
1: Oh my goodness! It it
0: it burst into flames, and I'm thinking, how the fuck hot is your dryer?
1: <laughs> like <laughs> there's
0: something not wrong with that,
1: but. I mean, you pulled it out like you held it in your hands, or at least you know. Yeah, it was I don't in the know.
0: Pile. I'm skeptical, man. I am really skeptical. Like it about burst that. into
1: flames after you take it out. That just seems like it would be the hottest in the dryer. Why wouldn't it burst into flames at that point?
0: Yeah, in the dryer itself. Yeah, that's where I, I would expect. Maybe you open the dryer door, or let some oxygen in, and it bursts into flames there. Because if it's that hot. I mean, it's going to immediately start cooling off when you take it out of the dryer. right? That's
1: what I'm saying. Yeah,
0: yeah. I'm exactly. I'm not I'm not convinced that that determination was accurate. I can't even imagine getting your clothes hot enough in the dryer. I mean, your dryer has an emergency shut off that's like set at 180 80 degrees, which is not enough for anything to burst into flames.
1: Well plus and if your clothes now I guess we have no idea what kind of clothing we're talking about. Maybe it's a thong or something. I don't know.
0: Yeah, it might have been
1: some synthetics. But I mean but generally you have like dryer sheets in your dryer and those don't catch on fire. You'd think that that would be first. Nothing
0: in your dryer should get even close to hot enough to catch on fire.
1: (laughs) But I'm saying if it got hot enough to burst a shirt into flames, you'd think the... I have no
0: idea. I probably need to research that one and find out what... I mean, that's what the story was, and I suspect that was the official report. So if I research it, that's what I'm going to get. I'm going to get this. This is what they determined the cause of the fire was. But I'm just, like, scratching my head going, no fucking way... (laughs) I mean, I happen well, to know, I because mean,
1: look, that's the same kind of reaction that I had to November or September 11th, <laughs> you know, like when well, they make the explanation of the buildings coming down. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me?
0: Well, this is going to be a segue into the Bermuda Triangle then.
1: All right. Because Sounds I just
0: good. I just saw the Bermuda Triangle come up in the news or in some Twitter feed or something. And, and they mentioned that, Hey, what about the Bermuda triangle? Like what's going on with that? And it's interesting to me that we used to, you know, back in the day, shit was disappearing in the Bermuda triangle all the time. Now, Mm -hmm. I don't know if you know where the Bermuda triangle is. It's basically right off of our coast, um, the East coast, of the United States. Yeah. It's sort of kind of, it's like between Bermuda, the Bahamas and something else. And,
1: Come on, pretty mama.
0: Yeah, exactly. And
1: Bermuda, and now, Bahama.
0: in the last, you know, in my lifetime, nothing has disappeared there that we know of. So what happened? That's
1: interesting. No, yeah. I don't know what but happened. I'll tell you Why what? all
0: of a sudden is nothing disappearing there?
1: But how curious is it that it keeps coming up? Because also, I watch a show on the History Channel called uh, Curse of Oak Island. Oh, and no. during that show, they advertised another show that's just starting on the History Channel about to premiere ab- about the Bermuda Triangle. You and I and went to investigating, you know, like I, I assume what you're saying, they're investigating what's going on, you know, trying yeah, to get to the I bottom know. of it. And I, they showed a clip. that makes it look like they found part of uh, Challenger. Remember the space shuttle?
0: Yeah, oh, I th- they actually did find a piece of the space shuttle.
1: Okay, well, maybe maybe they were filming that when they found it. I don't know.
0: Yeah, that was in the news. They said they found a, a section of the space shuttle that exploded in the in the ocean somewhere.
1: Yeah. Um, well, it must have been while they were filming, because they showed it in a clip on on the sh- on the preview for the show.
0: Interesting. Yeah, it was just recently. It was in the last couple of months. So, I'm just, I'm skeptical. I was always skeptical. Well, you
1: should... Get the History Channel.
0: Yeah, right. I was always skeptical about about the Bermuda Triangle. I never believed there was anything to it. I just figured that whatever got lost there was, you know, probably in a storm or something and, you know, and that, and the, you know, people just made a big deal out of it.
1: Oh, well, I figured it was totally real. Like all the geo... You know, Earth's magnetism, whatever, goes wacko in that one spot or whatever. And
0: Yeah, it doesn't make
1: any but, sense.
0: I mean, if that were true, then we would have found that spot by now and said, oh, look, it, there's a place here where the you know magnetic field I, is all uh, whack.
1: Yeah, but I highly doubt it's an actual triangle. You know, like there's probably some curves in there somewhere.
0: Well, no. It just happens to be they use three points to define this area. That's all. It's not that it's a
1: right, but all the weird stuff doesn't necessarily happen strictly within the lines. There's some outside the lines or. Inside no, my point the lines.
0: is, we've never found anything, right? I mean, <laughs> in, in all the, our modern, you know, sailboats going back and forth, there, there's a million. This is this is a highly trafficked area. Off the east coast of the United States, like, everybody and their fucking brother sails through this place.
1: Right. Yeah, and so if it was actually doing something, we'd see it happen.
0: Somebody would report something and go, hey, look, we sailed through, and now we have GPS coordinates. So it would be like, hey, we were sailing through this and some weird thing happened. Our instruments went crazy or something. And they would report the coordinates and somebody would go there with a research vessel and say, oh, look, here's this crazy spot, Right.
1: No, if anything, it had to have been like... And then we'd look at the map and go, nope, it's not in the triangle, sorry.
0: I mean, it could be that back in the day, there were some alien ships that were, you know, parked there, and they were stealing
1: stuff. That's that's, what I like. You know, and then they left. There you go.
0: Yeah, they left and... um, Well, they got
1: what they wanted. They caused the ship with all the goods to sink, and they stole them all and vamoosed. Or they took the whole damn ship. There you go. That's Be, why we can't find it.
0: Yeah, and, and an airplane, and there were several things that disappeared in that general area. That's why it got that bad reputation. But what's what you know
1: what? Or not, maybe uh, they, they abducted those people like mid-flight or mid. Oh, the whole lot cruise. of them.
0: Yeah, yeah. There, I'm. Mean, that's what I'm saying. Is there was some, you know, major alien operation going on there,
1: and you mm-hmm. know, mass just, abduction.
0: Yeah, they just came here to to collect certain items, and after they collected them, they left.
1: We do have alien invasion on the extinction pool, but we don't have mass abduction. I mean, it's like one thing if they come here and kill us all. But are we extinct if we're abducted, though? Well, if they abducted us and whisked us off to a different galaxy and then killed us,
0: Hmm.
1: I don't know that that would qualify as alien invasion. I think then we die of mass abduction.
0: Well... There you go, a- I guess.
1: Earthling genocide, earthling aside. I well,
0: I mean, feel free to add Whatever. that to the extinction pool if anybody wants aliens. to.
1: Aliens, it's just aliens. If anybody just wants to
0: put a billion dollars on that, I'll be happy to accept that as a an option, you know. Um, we need to talk to uh what's this, Elon Musk and see if he wants to put some money in our extinction pool.
1: That reminds me, what happens when the United States hits the billionth person to ever have been issued a social security number?
0: I don't know what happens.
1: I I do you well, I guess it would be the billionth and one. Yeah, <laughs> well, I mean they can first. they
0: can start reusing them at some point. Well. So you're thinking we're going to run out of numbers is that it? It's. It's not even. We
1: would. I mean, it's mathematical.
0: Well, yeah, but those numbers have specific meanings too. So I don't even know that we can use them all.
1: Even worse.
0: Yeah. Well, none of that. But I had to tell you this. But a billion is a big number, unless you are Elon Musk.
1: Yeah, but the population of the United States is like a third of that, plus. You know, know. that's just the people that are living now.
0: But our population hasn't been a third of that for very long. We, our population, oh shoot. So back in like 1950, the entire planet had like 2 billion people on it. Our population has tripled in the last 50 years. So really it hasn't been that long that we've had that many people.
1: Well, and, I mean, and a lot of those people it's are be still alive. Exponential, live, right? though. So, yeah.
0: well, yeah, no, not really. The population isn't going to continue growing like it did. It it grew, you know, really fast because the economy was growing and the world was, you know, waking up to new technologies and new food sources and whatever. But now that's all over.
1: I thought it was because people were having more sex.
0: No, no well. I mean, yes, but but there's a reason <laughs> why people, you know. Not only do they procreate more, but also their life expectancy is better, especially babies. Babies, the mortality rate for infants was really high at one time. Yeah, so all of a sudden now we've got a lower infant mortality rate. People are having babies, they live longer, and now all of a sudden we've got this huge population. But that's not going to continue. We're not going to continue doubling and tripling the population. We'll be lucky if we get to 12 billion ever. Um, supposedly, we're like at 8 billion now.
1: Oh, really? Wow. Yeah.
0: They're projecting 9 billion, but honestly, I think that'll probably be close to the peak. Because at some point, resources run out. And we're already in negative population growth in a lot of countries.
1: The only places... Well, and besides that, I mean, we talk every week about heat-resistant fungi and COVID and aliens and lava storms. And we aren't going to make it much past 9 billion anyway.
0: Well, and the fact that we talk every week is enough. I mean, that's just enough to scare you off right there.
1: So you a couple, know we're doomed when Rob and Doug have a podcast.
0: Exactly. Um, I had a, uh, a friend who's um, who takes he does uh, racing pictures. He goes to all the races and takes photos and makes money off of them. And he was asking about what to name his. Uh, his photography business, and I was like, "How about, uh, about moving metal photography or something?" I don't remember. It's something I think it was a little bit better than that, but anyway, it was something like that. And then I said, "Oh, and we could uh, throw a bunch of beer cans in the air, and you could take pictures of them, and in, you know, flying through the air, and it'd be." I said, "Then you could sell that at it for like a million dollars, right?"
1: Because they're moving metal.
0: Yeah, yeah, it'd be in line with his business, but I was also thinking it'd be like it would be like um modern art right you know it's oh, yes. just some some sort of random thing we could we could we could assign some meaning to it like there's some deeper meaning to these beer cans flying through the air and being captured in a moment
1: they know? indicate our sense of helplessness against the the rising tide, tide of. of
0: climate change or something. Yeah, who knows? I mean, the point is, we just, you know, we just get a you know, we make him a millionaire just for this one stupid print. And then I said, and then
1: I can interview
0: you on my podcast.
1: <laughs> there you go. Yeah, because we have a podcast. Good plan. Yeah. And it all started with drinking beer, like most of the best plans ever. That's
0: true. Actually, I told him that if we were going to do that picture, I'd have to drink the beer that was in the cans that we were going to throw up so that I would be in the right frame of mind for this kind of picture. Um right. All right, so we have two more kind of semi-serious stories to talk about before we jump off of this podcast.
1: Ooh, before we jump off of this bridge. Yeah. Okay.
0: So there was this, I thought this was interesting. I mean, we have like, you know, I don't even want to talk about how many mass murders there have been since last week. It's just insane. But this one was interesting. So an ex Virginia highway patrolman he quit his job to drive out to California to meet with a 15 year old girl that he had catfished online he'd made up a different identity and 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 um, started a relationship with this 15 year old girl needless to say the man was Pro-
1: promising start <laughs> yeah yeah
0: So he goes out to California to meet this girl and Basically, kidnaps her and kills her entire family. Oh, Jesus. Murdered her entire family, yes, and sets the house on fire. But now oh, the only reason God. I bring this up is, first of all, it's completely nuts, right? I mean, it's like one of the stories, like it's like something out of one of those horror movies you'd watch and go, that would never fucking happen, right? <laughs> <laughs> and secondly, it gives you an idea of just how much we should trust police officers just because they become police officers. I mean, this guy went through the training. He was certified. He became a highway patrolman in Virginia. He, was, he wasn't oh, well, he was a highway patrolman for very long. he was
1: certified, all right. <laughs> yeah,
0: but he quit his job only because he was going off to kill this family in, in California. Um, they didn't fire him. Like, I mean, this guy was a legitimate cop. And, you know, just I just think it's important that people understand that cops are people too, you know? They're psychotic. Actually, I think in a way, cops are more psychotic than the average population. Not all cops are psychotic, but in terms of the number of bullies and egotist, egomaniacs and whatever, cops have a, 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 a disproportionate number of them over the normal population.
1: Sure. I mean, the the way that we utilize that societal position <laughs> draws that type of personality to it.
0: Absolutely, and you've got a certain mentality within the group of existing police officers, so when someone comes in who who doesn't fit the mold, they pretty much get driven out so right because there are good people who become cops for the right reasons and they just don't last, or if they do they're a you know they're a minority, so there's not a lot they can do but but let's face it when we hear stories you know like the one we told about the The legally blind person, you know, her supervisor was there, and her supervisor backed her up. You know, it's like these cops back each other up, and that's what tells me that it's not—it's not a bad egg. It is a bad institution, right? Uh, But moving along here, we've got another story that I thought (laughs) was pretty funny. Um, It's not funny, ha ha, funny. It's just funny. You know what I'm saying? It's another one of those. Mm, It's it's another one of those. Not yet. Another one is the pot is calling the kettle black stories. So, mm-hmm. so there's this QAnon figure. Apparently, he's one of the leaders. I don't know if there's you know leaders of the QAnon, but they call him. This is from the Rolling Stone, by the way. So I'm kind of going by their
1: by oh, their the words. Cover of rolling stone. Yeah, they have
0: some good articles from time to time. But the guy's name is Phil Godlewski, and uh, apparently he sued a newspaper for libel because they published a story that said he had had some sort of a relationship with a 15-year-old girl. And so, of of course, the newspaper had to back up their story, right? I mean, they're going to have to go to court over their story, so they've got to make sure they've got their facts right. And they dig deeper into the story, and it turns out there was even more to it than they knew. This guy... Uh, was about 25 when he was grooming this 15-year-old. And he, um, the text messages that he sent her, like they said he sent her like a thousand text messages and he was telling her things like, we could have sex three or four times a day and I'd be happy. And I mean, he was just basically, I mean, grooming the fuck out of her, right?
1: Okay. And, uh,
0: and and what I thought was kind of funny about the story was, okay, first of all, this is QAnon. These are the people who insist that the Democrats are a cabal of pedophiles, right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> right,
0: and that they're grooming every time we turn around. We're you know the Democrats are grooming young people. You know, whether it be uh, transgender issues or whatever, we're just grooming young people to be sex slaves, right? And and it turns out this guy was literally doing that, and uh, and it was pretty bad too. Um, he served three months for this. Because he was actually convicted of this, so so when they started digging deeper, you know they found out that not only did they have the story right, but there was more to the story than they even thought. This guy fucked himself over by suing the newspaper. He should have shut right. the fuck up, right?
1: But, exactly.
0: Uh, but anyway, so so he claims that, um, it, it, that he called he called the victim a conniving fraud, and and anyway, it goes on. To, to show that he'd bribed the victim to get her to not to, to lie you know to, to to defend his you know his side of the story and um anyway it, it just reading the article is hilarious because he's just going on and on and 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 apparently there was another QAnon person um what who was uh the, the, the rolling tone points out that last year public records uh showed that a right right wing watch um I'm sorry. Right wing Watch was the organization that, f- that found this information that 19 that uh, David Tedeschini or whatever a QAnon influencer was convicted of sexual abuse and sodomy after abusing an eight year old boy. Jeez. I mean, <laughs> this, sh- this shit just is over the top. Like, it's just anyway. I only bring it up because of the fact that they're constantly accusing, you know, Biden of being the head of the, you know, the 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 Pedophile ring, right?
1: <laughs> well, they they sound like Russia. Remember, yeah. Ukraine said about Russia, like you know what they're doing because they accuse you of doing it. Exactly.
0: Whatever, so. That's yeah. That's the most worrisome thing when they say that uh, you know that uh, Ukraine's going to detonate a dirty bomb. You're like, oh fuck. You know, the next thing around the corner is Russia's going to be detonating a dirty bomb and blaming it on Ukraine, right?
1: Right. Yeah, it's just well, nuts, I'm saying man. the the right wing kind of does that.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Also. Yeah, absolutely. They've been doing it since the beginning of time. When they talk about voter fraud, every time we find voter fraud, it's the Republicans doing it.
1: Right. It's like we Go ahead. No, go ahead. Yeah, I was gonna say we have yet
0: that I know of, we have yet to find a case of Democrats doing like documented voter fraud every single case we've managed to find which are far and few between by the way it's not like a you know a, something that's going to change the outcome of elections but every single case we've found has been a republican so it's, right. it's, it's just, just
1: they they're projecting
0: yeah yeah well and that's what people do i mean to be fair i mean they'll tell you you know if if you were you know someone who was in a relationship and you went to see her shrink and said hey my husband keeps accusing me of cheating on him you know, the shrink would say, are you cheating on him? And you would be like, no. And they'd be like, well, he's probably cheating on you then. Right. I mean, everybody kind of knows this. This is like common psychology 101. If someone's accusing you of stealing from them or lying to them or whatever, and you're not doing it and you've given them no reason to believe you're doing it, it's probably because they do it and they just assume anybody would do what they do. Which reminds me of another local story, and this wasn't in the news. This is from a uh, person who lives down the road from me. She was going to check her
1: son's Sounds house. Sounds like local hearsay. Then this is gossip. Well, really. first, it's not, firsthand not really local news. It's
0: firsthand though. It's not like secondhand <laughs> right, information.
1: Right. My sources inform me. Yeah, no,
0: no, sh- sh- Sherry was the one on the scene. She was there. Right. It's, yeah. She's it's, the reporter. Yeah, no, it's, I mean, when you have an eyewitness, that's better than secondhand where they'd say, "Oh, well, I I heard this is what happened. No, um, so Sherry went to her son's house to check on the place because he was in Oklahoma. His wife was getting brain surgery or something, and and um, she found the door unlocked, and she happens to be one of those people who carries a gun. So she goes in with her Great. gun, she finds this burglar hunkered down in the bedroom, hiding, but it turns out that, uh, I mean, she held him at gunpoint until the cops showed up, but it turns out he had two accomplices that managed to get away. And fortunately for her, they didn't like decide to ambush her. Um, right. But um, also the other thing is that the, the person who broke into the, or the people that broke into the home were someone who knew the owner were like, I don't want to say they were friends, but they were well acquainted, knew that there was jewelry and cash in this bedroom and knew that he was out of town. So, I mean, I'm only bringing this up because when I mentioned that, you know, people accuse you of stealing it from you. I mean, this is your fucking, I don't want to say they're friends. I mean, that might be a reach because I use, when I say friend, I think of someone who really, you know, you can count on, like, you know, like, I use that term pretty Seriously, I don't like I don't like to call people friends if they're just acquaintances. But, but anyway, they people the family knew, and they fucking broke in while he wasn't home and tried to rob him. So they're probably Republicans.
1: (laughs) Uh, Which ones?
0: All of them? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the one's carrying a gun, so she's probably no. Just kidding. Around here, I hate to say it, but just about everybody carries a gun. It's it's just so common. It's <sighs> I I probably am the only person, and and I'm not again. Yeah, I've said this a thousand times. I'm not against gun ownership, but I don't want to carry a gun because I think there's too many things that can go wrong. You know, you always right. think it's it's like you have this romanticized idea that if I have a gun and something goes down, I'm going to be able to defend myself. Well, that may be true. If something goes down, you might be able to defend yourself. But what if it isn't that something goes down? What if it's that some situation arises where the outcome might have been pretty harmless if there hadn't been a gun involved, right? Right. And now there is a gun. And now someone gets killed and you're like, after the fact, you're like, oh shit, that probably shouldn't have happened, right? I mean, that's kind of what bothers me is this idea that when you throw a gun into the equation, you're basically opening up the door to deadly force. Right. And there are very few situations I can think of where deadly force is warranted. You know, even in a situation where you feel really threatened, deadly force usually isn't necessary.
1: Just maiming force.
0: Well, or avoiding, you know, getting away from the situation, you know, I mean, just running. I mean, the whole idea of these stand your ground laws is you don't have to run, right? Right. I mean, what's wrong with getting in your car and driving away as fast as you can or calling the police and just ducking out of sight until they show up or, you know, whatever, but it doesn't involve killing someone. Right. They've, I mean, they've shown that these. States that have stand your ground laws, the homicide rates have gone up significantly compared to states that don't have stand your ground laws.
1: Um, and those are just the ones deemed homicide, right? Because right, right. That those pass are the, the stand your ground. Yeah, those are the which cases would otherwise where otherwise be considered homicide. Don't yeah, count. yeah,
0: exactly. Because there are cases where it just is considered self defense, and the law expands on that. But there are also cases where people think they can use a gun. You know, in quote-unquote self-defense, and then the court just says, "just says no, that was ridiculous. It was completely unnecessary." Um, so, but yeah, the homicide rates go up, and, and people just—I don't, you know, I don't know. I mean, I, I personally—I mean, here's the thing: almost everybody I know feels safer when they're carrying a gun. And then when I ask them how they feel about everybody else carrying a gun, they're like, "Oh no, 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 that's not good." <laughs>
1: Well, that's another thing that's gotta be basic psychology also because people feel the same way about driving. Yeah, like I right. I'm the best driver in the world and everybody else on the road is an idiot. Where did these people learn to drive? Well it goes right? even like,
0: it goes even beyond that. People feel safer driving in their car than they do flying in a jet.
1: Right, because they're in control, yeah.
0: Yeah, we have 40,000 people a year. And by the way, that number's gone up. I think I talked about that on the podcast. That the number of people dying on the highways has gone up. But we have 40,000 people a year dying on the roads, streets, and highways in this country every year. And in terms of deaths on air, airline flights, nowhere near that. You know, might be, might be an average of 50 a year or something. Are
1: what, the passenger volumes equivalent? Oh,
0: there's, yeah, there's millions of people. I mean, it may not be an exact equivalency, but, but per capita, I have no doubt. Well, I mean, I'm just going by statistics. They say flying is statistically like a hundred times safer than driving. I mean, you just don't have the opportunity for running into another car or having another car run into you head on or something, right? I mean, airplanes are very safe, but people don't feel that way. They feel they're safer in their car because they're behind the wheel and they're in control, right? And Yeah, you're right. It's exactly the same thing. So when it comes to carrying a gun, they're like, I have a gun. I'm in control. When something happens, I will deal with it. And then you're like, well, what if everyone carries a gun? What if everybody has a gun? Well, I don't know about that. (laughs) Right. (laughs) That may be a little chaotic, right? No, it's okay for you to have a gun. Anyway, I digress. It's all pretty hopeless, and that's why we always say on this podcast...
1: Life, life is hard, is hard. <laughs> but it, could be, it worse. could be worse, life is hard, hard. Oh, I shouldn't. but it could, it could be, be worse,
0: life is and hard. And they need to take away my and podcasting and license. Them. I know.